Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a pain-free Friday for us. Don't have minutes on the mahogany. Waxing it up. 100, 200. A bad seat, a broken head, a bad apple with a bad attitude. Hanging around a bunch of bad actors, bad taste, bad life, bad dude, bad breath, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do better. All my friends that come around, flies and flies and party, um, rants on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, this town's a tatter, my brains are splattered all over Manhattan, should do be shake out who. Are you with us tonight from New York? 855-212-4CBS-4227. Brought to you by GEICO, our toll-free line. You know you can save a bunch of money if you just switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be like Carver High and save 15% or more on your car insurance. Chris Price will join us in about, uh, I don't know, 8 minutes or something, 10 minutes. Uh, from the Boston Globe. Gee, what do you think we'll be talking about with him? Here's the great part about all this. It's finally over, right? I mean, it's this, this guy, this dude's not playing football, at least not anytime this season. Like, you know, maybe like this stuff. Was he going it, on the Kaepernick trail? Maybe like sometime in the offseason, like the NFL gets this washed away with him. Maybe he'll find God. But here's the great, here's the great thing about this God. happening today. This is the best part about today. After tonight, he no longer is going to hijack the rest of the NFL season because it seems like every time you're about to put it in the back burner and he's actually, like, maybe about to play football, something else happens. So they finally get rid of him today, and now we can all go on with Our talking lives. about the games, and we won't have to listen to this guy. Nobody's signing him, right? Nobody's no gonna, one. Nobody's going to sign him. No one. No shot. Not if the NFL just came out and said tonight, he's not going on the exempt list as long as he's a free agent, basically saying – if you sign him, be ready. Yeah, this guy. You're going to pay him, and he's not going to play. I actually, the question begs, is he done playing football in the NFL? I think it's a legitimate I, there, question. There is a very serious chance this guy's finished because he has become an absolute pariah. I mean, he is untouchable. No one, they all know now after this team dumps you. The Raiders dumped him. Now the Patriots dump him. What is left? You see Pete Carroll? They want nothing to do with him. Meanwhile, a week ago, they wanted him. They want nothing to do with him now. Nobody wants it. Here's what happens. It's the same thing. You can guess any way you like. You don't like what I'm saying. All these rich billionaire old men, white owners, they're on the phone with one another today going, no way. It's not happening. The same thing they did to Kaepernick. Trust me, you. That guy's not playing football. And it's so much more than that also because, yeah, he could be suspended and all, and you're taking that kind of a risk too. But Mr. Big Chest. You saw today. Why? I, I personally think, forget if they knew he was going to get suspended, all that stuff. You want to know why he was released today? Because Bill Belichick, for the seventh time in the last Sick week and a it. half, had to stand up there at the podium today wanting to talk about 
the New York Jets and talk about Sunday's game. He got three and a half minutes of questions about this knucklehead, and he said, I'm leaving. And apparently, I, I heard from you know a couple people or so on Twitter that you know, you didn't see this stuff on the camera. He, you could hear him screaming down the hall, you know, enough with this stuff, you know, when he's leaving the podium, you know, going back to his office, you know. He yelling at people in the office. Him. He was so done with it. This guy's been doing it, winning for 20 years, doing right. it the same way winning with Super the Bowls. same guys, with Brady, with Kraft, and, all, and, yeah, they bring in different parts, and they've tried some other guys that are headaches, you know, but Moss, all they, that. Why did they get him then? Because they didn't, I don't think that they knew they how, they could how handle deep him. that this was. They thought they could handle him. I don't think that he thought he was going to stand there on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week when he has media availability, and all that they're going to ask him about is this clown. So he finally said, I, I'm gonna, I can go to the Super Bowl without this guy. Why am I going to stand up here every day and get uh, right. bombarded with questions about what an idiot he is? But, I, the, but at the same time, he accepted him. When, when they brought him in, he, he was all for it. Like he did, you know, maybe he right. maybe he wasn't all for it, but he did it. He he was on board with it, right? But even he couldn't handle this guy, Mr. Big Chest. This guy has literally dug his own grave. Do you understand? He has dug his own grave. This guy's gonna live in hell now because he's done this to himself. Nobody did this to him. How stupid is this brother? Honest to God, when he started sending uh, basically texting the girl. Texting. Well, I, I mean, just the, what are you doing? And when he put the pictures of her kids on the internet, you're done, bro. You're finished. You're so stupid. Because you know what he is? He's a brother that made rollover millions in the NFL, but he's he's brainless. So what's happened is you got a stupid brother. I don't care if he's white, green, orange, black, yellow, purple, Indian. Uh, uh, you know, I don't care if he's, uh, you know, uh, Himalayan. I don't care what he is. The bottom line is he's stupid because this agent at his Rosenhaus is so full of shack, too. It's coming out of his ears, right? He's still trying to sell us. Ready for this, the next opportunity. Yeah, shut up, Drew Rosenhaus. People are sick and tired of your pathetic, phony ass down in Miami, you femme. Sucking up to this guy so you can get your points, you phony. Trying to sell that hack ass, pain in the ass, cancer, lymphoma, team wrecking, league wrecking, know it all, show off, ass hat. Sick and tired of his ass. This is the guy, I've been telling you about this guy since Pittsburgh, right? Get rid of him. Get him out. He's the death of everyone. He's a, this guy is an absolute, he's Satan. Is what he is. But he's dumb. How dumb are you? You get another chance, right, to go play for the Patriots. And he played this whole good boy image, right, where he's like, I'm just so excited to play ball, taking pictures with Tom Brady. He did the same crap with Derek Carr, too. He's a phony. So is his agent. They're both phonies. And I pray to God we never have to see him again playing the NFL. Go play in the XFL, you femme. You know it all. Mr. Big Chest, you just lost. How much did he lose? $30 million on one deal, $15 million on the next. He's not getting that $9 million bonus. Over there, dead body. I can guarantee you, over there, dead body, is he getting a nickel. And he's not playing for any team. No one wants him. He's done. You talk about colluding, you better believe they're going to collude. They're all going to collude because they don't want him around anymore. They're going to get rid of him like a stinky fish. That's what he is. He's a stinky fish, and they're going to get rid of him. He's done now. Where's all the people talking big shot now? Where's all your talk now about uh, he's mistreated because he's a, uh, a brother that's misunderstood? Shut up. Shut your face.
You don't like it? Kiss my ass. I'm sick and tired of people like this taking over the world. Get rid of him. Send him to the end of the line. Lick it. God, and I I told you the best thing. I, that's nothing. I wanted to see him decapitated. I didn't even get my wish. You know? Forget about all this. Just throw him out of the league. I wanted to see him uh, paralyzed. I'm all for it. I don't care what anyone thinks of me either. I hope someone, I pray to God every day that someone literally decapitated him on a football field. And if you think I give a rat's ass what you think of me, go ahead. See if you can break me. Call me up. Tell me you don't like me. Oh, God, I'll lose so much sleep over it. I would have paid to see him carried out on a stretcher limbless. You can quote me on that, too. And your mother. Sick and tired of people like this that, that ruin everything about sports. Jesus Christ. Go to hell. Rot in hell, you pain in the ass. I don't care if he dies tomorrow. I really don't. I'm sick and tired of seeing him on my TV, too, and on my phone and on my computer and my everywhere you go it just never ends how painful is it am i making this stuff up everyone no, knows it. the beginning of the season i have the onions to say it that's the deal there you go that's what i think of him i don't care if he rots in hell you just lost everything bro down the drain mr big chest you aren't shack now are you and let me tell you wait till you see how fast that money goes out the window and all your big friends that suck up to you. You know, he's got everybody sucking up to him, all the hangers on. That's all going to go away now. What are you going to be left with, the cleaning lady? You've already raped everybody else. There's no one's going to want you, dude. No one. Your dog's going to pee on your leg. Anyway. Uh, Chris Price is up first from the Boston Globe. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. I wonder if uh, Chris Price, the uh, great uh, writer, author, columnist, uh, is going to write a book. Uh, he's written books about the Patriots before. Are uh, you going to write another book now about this clown? <laughs> Honestly, like how painful is man, I'll tell you that. How 11, painful. What, 11 days, 13 days. Uh, how long did it last? I mean, about two weeks. It, it is insanity, isn't it? Can you even, like, wrap your head around this thing? No, even for the Patriots, because the Patriots, you always think, like, everything is possible. Everything is in play. You never know what they're going to do. Even for them, even when you look at what happened over the last two weeks, it, it for me, it, it, these are uncharted waters with this franchise. You, 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 I tried to rank it when they when they first signed him. I tried to rank like all the like you know all the non traditional guys. They sound like Hainsworth and Dylan and Moss and all those guys. Right. This one for me, man. This one was right up there near the top because you know you looked at his track record. You, you considered where he'd been. You considered the situation he just left, and you say, well, you know, maybe Bill knows what he's talking about. But you know, this has been like I said. This is great. I don't think we've ever seen this from from this franchise. When you uh, when he got the the deal and and he ended up with the Patriots, what was your initial thought in terms of um, the longevity of the of the plan? Like, did you think well, that it would last? Yeah, you know what? You, you sit there and think, well, it it worked with some of these other guys. It, it worked with Moss. It right. worked, you know, for the most part with Dylan. Maybe he knows something. Maybe he can tap into something with him that 
they couldn't reach him at the end in Pittsburgh, and they couldn't reach him in Oakland. Belichick has worked that kind of magic before with these guys. And you think, okay, well, you know, let's see if it's going to happen this time. And the other thing, too, Scotty, the important thing to remember here is they have a really positive locker room infrastructure there. And it's not just Brady, but it's guys like, you know, Devin McCourty, guys who've been around for a while, Matthew Slater, guys who can really they, – they know the vibe of the locker room. And, and they can sense when a guy is, like, maybe straying too far afield. And they can kind of bring him back in and – you know, it, it it seemed to be the kind of situation where you look at it and you say, you know what, this, this thing just might work. But it, it got off on the wrong foot, and it just kind of went downhill from there. And, and today was really the last straw. So, uh, Chris Price, the great writer with the Globe, uh, on the bench. So, uh, Carver High, my great producer, said on the air already tonight that uh, he said this is simple. He said uh, Belichick went up in front of the media again. And had to deal with this 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 ass hat and and these fifty million questions about Brown and he just walked out of that room and then people were reporting that he was you know screaming going down the hall right that he was sick and tired of it and that uh, he this is why it ended he's just not putting up with it he's just like I'm not doing this do you do you yeah, were you yeah. there did you see any of this No I was not I saw it online I saw the entire thing Scott the important thing one of the important things to remember here is. The Friday presser with Bill Belichick is usually, at least traditionally, I mean, I've covered the team for like the last 20 years. Right. It's a, it's a light kind of a thing. You know, that's the kind of, that's the day where he's used this phrase before, the hay is in the barn. You can ask like an offbeat question about left-footed punters or and he'll go on and on and he'll, 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 kind of, he'll kind of shoot the breeze. He will. On Fridays, you know, Belichick has the rep as being, you know, Belichick, but most times on Fridays, He'll kick back, and he'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Today, there were the questions about A.B., and it kept ratcheting up, and it kept getting more and more stressful and, and, and more and more tense, and he just basically walked up. This was the second time in, like, 10 days where he prematurely ended a press conference because of the Antonio Brown question. Right. So I don't know if it's true, but I can completely see a scenario where he's just like, you know what? Forget this, man. We don't need this. I don't need this. We've outscored opponents seventy something to three over the first two games. We have one of the best defenses in the league. Let's just end it right now. Does he need uh, Chris to ask Kraft before he gets rid of someone like this, or do you think he literally just said right then and there, get rid of him, and he made the I call? Yeah, I think he said right, right then and there, get rid of him. I, I, I think that there, there are some cases, there really are, Scotty. There, there are some cases where it's a collaborative, where they'll talk to, you know, the personal guy, Nick Casario, and they'll talk to Kraft, and they'll come to a decision kind of unilaterally. But I think in this instance, I think it was Belichick saying, look, man, I, I've had enough of this. We're, we're done. We're done now. <laughs> They're not going to give him any money either, are they? That's the question, man. Come Monday, that, that's what it's like. It's like $5 million. That's the bonus, and if they can get out of that, you know, I, he's what he's going to end up with like 150k, you know, right. for for for, the, for all his work. Can you, can you believe it? The course of this year, can you? No, I, I can't because look, it's I, you know, I want to use, and I said this to someone earlier today. It's like you, you want to take Antonio Brown if you're in New England, and you you want to use the line from what is it, De Niro talking to Sylvester Stallone in Copland? You blew it. <laughs> You blew it. Man. You blew it. You were on a rocket ride. You, you, you were on a team that had a chance to win a Super Bowl, a legitimate chance as a Super Bowl favorite, a Super Bowl contender, and, you know, the other guys can. We talked about Moss. We talked about Dylan. Guys like that, they were able to come in, and they were able to make it work. He just couldn't make it work. Do you, uh, have, do you feel, uh, you know, Chris Price with us, the Globe, that he's, um, you know, 
in terms of like that he's like this cancer that uh, that he's that he's hijacked the NFL this year since July. Yeah. Do you feel that yeah. he's taken the league uh, and and ruined it? The beginning of the season has been ruined by this guy. I, I don't know if I say ruined, but he, I he's do. Been the dominant story. I, okay, yeah, but I mean, I'll say this: he's been the dominant storyline, and in a year where the league wants to celebrate the 100th anniversary and wants to point to to so many great moments and so much history and so many great individually and as a team you you have a guy in antonio brown who has now been with three teams over the course of the calendar year anyway and could very well be on a fourth within the next week or two so i i I don't know if he's hijacked the start of the season but i think that he is a storyline that the nfl would rather not focus on in this year uh, how closely will you continue the globe to follow the rape allegations and the charges of uh, harassment of this artist that obviously uh, the NFL's uh, already come out and said, he, we know he did the text messages and what some would deem threatening and then putting pictures of her children on the internet. All of this is out of bounds. Will the globe continue to follow his problems legally? Cause I think he's got a lot of them. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I don't know, quite honestly, Scotty, if, if it's going to be the same type of situation if he had ended up sticking around Foxborough. But but look, this is this is, and, and I, I really having a hard time explaining this. This is an NFL superstar. This is all pro. This is not just a Jag who's a backup, you know, defensive lineman somewhere. This is a guy who is a tremendously talented. Setting aside all the off-field stuff, he's a tremendously talented on-field presence, and so he is newsworthy. Whenever something like this happens to an all-pro player, he is newsworthy. And, and so I, I think they're going to be continued. There's, at least from our perspective, there's going to be stories that will continue to be written about him and how it's all going to end up. Uh, do you feel that, uh, if, in your guesstimate, do you feel that his uh, life is going down the drain, that anyone will ever pick him up again and that and almost – uh, and a, like a question of collusion, because I feel that they will band together these owners, just like I mean it, just like Kaepernick, and the guy will never be in this league again. Someone, I, I think someone's going to take a chance on him. Right, look, how stupid it, do you I, have I, to I mean, be? I, look, it, well, there's there's a lot of dumb teams in this league. I'll come back with that one. Well, I, I really, go. I really believe that, man. I do. I, I think someone's going to take a chance because look, talent, talent will you know will will ultimately be the bottom line. I mean, Greg Hardy got another gig in the league, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I think teams are going to continue to try to employ him at least for the foreseeable future, but if he doesn't get his act together, man, this thing's going to, this thing's going to end very, very badly for him. And I think he has to understand that. Well, I mean, a hundred year anniversary, if, if like, if they want to celebrate the hundred anniversary of the Super Bowl in Miami and, and they're going to let that guy play football in this league this year, they're not going to have any kind of a celebration of a hundred years. They're going to have him ruin the entire season because I'm telling you, he has ruined the first quarter of the season for football fans, for everyone, and literally everyone. It never ends, this guy. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. His It's been such an absolute nightmare watching this guy derail and go off the rails and, and into the weeds. He's like a train derailment. It has been unbelievable. And I cannot believe how stupid he is to send those texts, like how dumb do you have to be, honestly, to continue to dig your own grave? Yeah, yeah. The other thing too, and, and it's when when you think about, and maybe I'm just viewing it through a New England prism here because you know I've covered the team for such a long time. But when you look at a guy who flames out in New England, I have to imagine the rest of the league, the other 31 teams, look at that and say, "Wow, if he couldn't make it work there." 
if he couldn't shut up long enough, if he couldn't stay in line, if he couldn't, you know, do whatever was asked of him in New England, if he couldn't take advantage of that situation, why do I want to take a chance on him? You know, but again, I think someone is going to say, hey, you know what? Come play for us because I think you can help our football team. So, so I, look, I'm going to be fascinated to see how it's all going to shake right. out. Do, really you, am. do you think they'll uh, win by 30 on Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had, I think I said the final score was something going to be something along the lines of like 31 to six. I don't think they're going to give up a touchdown. Three straight games to start the year. If they pull this off, three straight games to start the year. You go back, you count the Super Bowl. You know the last guy to score a touchdown on the Patriots? I haven't the foggiest idea. Fourth quarter of the AFC Championship game, Damian Williams. They've gone like two hours of game time without allowing a single touchdown. They didn't allow one in the Super Bowl. They didn't allow one in the opener. They didn't allow one last week. They're not going to allow one this week. Again, man, we're talking all about Antonio Brown when it comes to Patriots, and I understand that. This is a really good defense. This defense has a chance to be very, very special. And I think that's going to be the topic of conversation when you focus on the Patriots moving Oh, forward. I think they're uh, fabulous. I already have them winning the next nine Super Bowls in a row. So I'm way <laughs> ahead of you, uh, Chris. Hey, great stuff tonight on the bench, Chris. Uh, I love your work up there in Boston and on uh, the Globe as well. Thanks for coming on CBS Sports Radio. Have a great week and enjoy the Jet game. You too. Take care, man. All right, Chris Price up at the Boston Globe. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, 855-212-4227 is the number to get on the bench. Don't forget about PharrellOnTheBench.com. All my college and pro plays are rocking for the week. They're all posted. They're all up. We already hit. Uh, last night, the Jags to win, the Jags plus one and a half, Tulane to win, eight of nine baseball games last night hit. Week two NFL spreads 12 and three, 77% overall for the week. In two weeks, I'm 78% overall in the NFL. Hit my top four plays last week and five of my top six for the second week in a row. That's 83%. It's ridiculous. Pharrellonthebench.com, Pharrell, F-E-R-R-A-L-L, onthebench.com. Is the best site for picks anywhere, bar none, and the cheapest. Badass. You'll love it. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. George in L.A., you're on CBS Sports Radio. Harrell, what's going on, brother? You know, I love your honesty, man. I agree with you 100%. They should put him on the exempt list this year to get his damn embarrassing ass out of the way. And another comment real quick. Legacy of Mike Leach, man. Gardner Minshew, Luke Fox, Baker Mayfield. Patrick Mahomes, Cliff Kingsbury, what a legacy. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I think that he's done a great job uh, with all the uh, quarterbacks he's been around and and others, coaches and the like. I got to tell you, um, you know, uh, he's done uh, so incredible, even in Pullman at Washington State. Like, they'd be so stupid to fire the guy ever because – I mean, he's made him so relevant, so exciting. They're every year, it doesn't matter who it is. He puts guys out there, puts them in a position to score a lot, win a lot. Uh, they put up 50, 60 points in games. Uh, they're not afraid of anybody. They'll play anybody, anywhere. I like their program. What he's done for quarterbacks is obvious. Uh, there's a lot of success coming out of uh, that guy's um, ability to coach. He's a very smart guy, bright guy, good friend. I like him. I've always liked him. He's always been great to me and come on the show for years. 
So I think he's been incredible. And anyone that goes around him, uh, Frank, you know, they love him. And he's literally uh, just a winner in life and in, uh, in teaching and coaching. He does all that, too. He teaches classes up there, everything. He's a really weird dude, but he's uh, super funny, super smart, and uh, super interesting, and a hell of a coach, and uh, I think a hell of a person. And I was going to say about Lubbock and Pullman, they are similar. They're outcast towns, but they're really good people there, and they're decent, and they're hardworking, and working class, and they're just wonderful people, and thank you, bro. Yeah, man, no doubt about it. Uh you know, Bob Knight liked it in Lubbock a lot when he coached at uh, Texas Tech. People pr- probably thought he went to, you know, federal prison when he left Indiana. But uh, I thought he did a great job down there. He loved it. And uh, I know Gerald Myers was down there uh, who hired him. And he was running the athletic program down there. And I know that Bob liked it a lot. And uh, I think Leach is very mad at them, uh, obviously, that they uh, never paid him his money. Um, he's been ranting and raving about that uh, since he left there, that uh, they owe him millions. And uh, they just ignore that he was even ever there. It's so pathetic. Uh, that relationship has been very sour. And then, uh, you know, in Pullman, it's, uh, he's just been, I think, fantastic. He's, I think he's really good for the school, for the program. Like, let's face facts. They have never mattered, right, ever. And... Uh, you know, what, Ryan Leaf, wasn't he there? Uh, so uh, I think that's the only time they ever had a, a good team, uh, literally. Like, I mean, uh, you know, the program, that it ever mattered. And I think that it does matter now. And I think they're a, a tough team, and they always are, you know, well-coached and ready to go. I think they're uh, a really good program, to be honest with you, for a, uh, you know, let's face facts, for a Pac-10 school that, you know, shouldn't matter, they do matter, right? I mean, let's face it. There's all these teams that everybody falls for their BS, UCLA, USC, you know. It's all about them, right? And then you get a little Oregon, a little Washington, but they never talk about Washington State ever, right? Except they're out there kicking everybody's ass. So I think it's fantastic. Uh, I like what he's done there. Matt in Massachusetts, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Scott. Hey. You the man. How can I be the man when you're the man? It's impossible. I need a cold Budweiser, please. Cold Budweiser. There you go. Uh, Scott, you have no idea how happy I am that Belichick finally came to his senses today and sent the lunatic packing the way he did. I felt like I had been paroled from prison when I got the news today. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's great. I, I couldn't take this guy from the very beginning, Scott, all he was was trouble. You, I don't have to tell you this, Scott. You've been saying this for years on your program. I'm no dummy. I'm not this Patriots fan that agrees to everything Belichick does. This was a colossal waste of time. There's no doubt. And uh, I got to tell you, like, um, the, my feelings about him that are so uh, – intense are because I'm I'm just sick and tired of it like Belichick is. I'm sick and tired of hearing about him. I'm sick and tired of talking about him. I'm sick and tired of his crimes. I'm sick and tired of his, you know, rape allegations and his abusive behavior. I'm sick and tired of his uh frankly his Instagrams, his his tweets, his he never stops. 
Like, he didn't even stop today. He's making fun of being fired today. Have you seen him today? Like, he's, you know, it's no big deal to him. It's all a joke. I mean, and he's wishing him well. Go win the Super Bowl. Go win it. Uh, thank you to the Patriots. For what? Thank you for what? Why? Thank him for what? That he lasted 11 days? Or that he caught a touchdown in a game from Brady? Who doesn't catch touchdowns from Brady? I could catch a touchdown from Brady. I mean, let's face facts. He has been the the most grandiose pain in the ass ever. Carver, how you can't even argue with it? It's like it's been so like toxic since July, since the, the his uh, you know hypo you know his his you know frozen feet in the hyperbaric chamber and all the rest. Chirotherapy, BS, the helmet, the getting out of the you know Raider, the fighting with Mayock and then to the Patriots and then he's suddenly found God and he's all wonderful and behaving and this and the whole time he's been you know out raping women and and uh, threatening women I mean uh, he's been accused of everything now in the world he's done everything throwing furniture off balconies hurting people harassing people uh, being vicious to people people suing him left and right restaurants chefs I mean uh, who doesn't hate this guy honestly I want to know who likes him no, it's been super painful. Um, from the moment the training camp started, it's been super painful. Um, it, it bled into the start of the regular season. And and honestly, it took away from the first week because the Raiders released him. Right. You know, the couple days, whatever it was, the day before the first Sunday. And they kind of hijacked that day and then kind of quieted down. Last week it was about, is he going to play? And he played last week. And. You know, now this week's going to be about the same thing. You don't think Sunday they're going to talk about Antonio Brown? Sunday will be the, the final, the end. Like tonight, it the happened. final chapter. Sunday, the, everybody will talk about it, and then it'll finally, I think, be over. Because I, I know that, you know, Chris thinks he's. I, I mean, maybe he gets signed after this year. I'm not saying he's never going to play in the NFL again. I'm not going to say that because he's right. He's still talented, and they'll find a way. Uh, somebody will. You know, he'll convince somebody. He'll sweet talk somebody uh, eventually that he, you know, he's sleeping with a devil. But, but I don't think it's going to be this season. How do you get in bed with the devil? He's not going to play this year. He's just not because there's too much uncertainty in terms of you could sign him and, and then he's gone the next day suspended. So it's a very slippery slope. But in the offseason, when there's more clarity on if he's going to be suspended or things like that. I think that somebody will absolutely take a chance. Mavia, how do you get in bed with that guy with a good conscience? It's like, uh, you know, it's like cheating on your wife, and you know you're in that five minutes of glory that it's your whole life's going to go down the drain. You do it anyway. Like, I mean, honestly, I don't get it. I, who's so stupid? You got to be stupid to get in bed with this guy. I really, I can't fathom the next moron that's going to sign him. You got to be stupid. Well, right now you do. But if you wait and all of a sudden he gets that case dropped or clear or he pays her off or what, two years from now, he's resolved, it's not going to take that long. So right? next year he's playing in the NFL, no problems. It wouldn't it surprise all go, me. And so it all goes away. Because I think as dumb as he is, when he's sitting out the next three months because everyone's pointing at that lawsuit, he's going to say, you know what, I need to get this out of here. And he's going to give her the money and bury it, and then he's going to come back. So you think he's coming back with another team? Someone's going to be dumb enough to give him that last shot. Jeez, I can't even. I can't even believe it. Do you think he's ruined the first quarter of the season for everyone? I, I think mean, it's been I, a non- I, nonstop I, drama. Yeah, I, it really is the most annoying thing ever. That's all we've been talking about. What, what is worse than this? Like that you can think of? Was Ray Rice this bad? Where we just talked about it for like forever? Yeah. Was that as bad? 
I mean, that was a lot of we, that was a lot that you know there was a lot of talk about. That. But at least in that, it was he got buried and it was done. It wasn't this guy gets more and more chances. Like he, we keep talking about him because he keeps popping back up. Someone keeps signing him. He keeps playing. Well, the Ray Rice thing was at first he was suspended and it wasn't enough, and then they had to go back and then spend him more. And I there cannot was, believe was... that that they put up with this nonsense. If a guy's got this kind of a criminal intent, like you know, regular incidents of problems and just harassing women like are you kidding me yeah you don't understand like so the rape allegations are bad enough right sexual assault this other stuff like you know taking his clothes off and doing things to women like you know in the room when they're in the room with him he's doing stuff to himself you know and you understand what i'm saying the guy's doing like really perverted demented like porno stuff to women like what is wrong with you dude you you've got to be sick in the head I, I don't understand why no one finds this guy appalling or um, that he's uh, – this stuff's criminal to me. I don't even – like, it's not just harassment. I think it's criminal. I mean, how do you – like, if this chick – I don't understand this. I've, I've never followed the civil suit because how is it that you get raped three times by someone and you don't turn it into a crime? How come it's not a crime? Technically, it What? Technically once. The other two times was just inappropriate behavior. Okay, well, all of it to me is criminal. I, I can't even believe it. Even the threats to this chick, I think, are criminal. Like, how can you do that and get, get away with it today? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.